Welcome to Fed Up, your weekly newsletter on finance and economics for people who usually hate finance and economics. Today we're looking at why abortion rights are an economic justice issue, because there is no such thing as a functioning economy without reproductive justice. There have been a lot of great pieces written about why safe, easily accessible abortion is not only a medical necessity, but also a fundamental human right. But an amicus brief was also filed in Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization by 154 economists. They point out that not only pregnant people's personal future, but the future of the U.S. economy as a whole depends on ensuring abortion access. The restrictions around abortion today, and the likely almost complete abortion bans in 20 states if Roe v. Wade is overturned, mean billions of dollars are lost every year, disproportionately affecting the already vulnerable. To quote from the Supreme Court brief, the financial effects of being denied an abortion are thus as large or larger than those of being evicted, losing health insurance, being hospitalized, or being exposed to flooding due to a hurricane. Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization is a case currently before the Supreme Court challenging the 2018 Mississippi law that bans abortion after 15 weeks that many fear will overturn Roe v. Wade. The main points of the economist's brief are, they were compelled to speak out after Mississippi falsely stated that people who give births options for work, contraception, and childcare have expanded since Roe, so the protections are no longer necessary. The data actually shows a very different picture. Studies show that in addition to impacting births, abortion legalization has a significant impact on a woman's wages and educational attainment, with impacts most strongly felt by black women. Contraception access is still a huge barrier for many people, mainly due to lack of insurance. Contraception ranges from costing hundreds of dollars a year to over $1,000 for an IUD or other long-term contraception without insurance. People who have access to abortion are more likely to finish college, find work, and stay out of debt. All of these effects are magnified for young women and black women. 75% of people seeking abortion every year are low income, and most lack access to parental leave or child care. When a person has access to abortion, delaying motherhood by just one year results in an 11% increase in hourly wages. How easily accessible abortion providers are matters a lot. Every additional 25 miles of travel decreases abortions by 10%, and every additional 50 miles decreases abortions by 18%. To quote from the brief again, in summary, if Roe and Casey were overturned in the first year alone, over 100,000 women seeking abortions, women from entire states and regions will likely be unable to reach an abortion provider. There is no such thing as a fair economy without abortion. The average abortion costs around $550, and that's assuming someone has time off work or childcare needed to receive one. There are also additional costs for millions of pregnant people who have to travel to find an abortion provider. Since Texas enacted a law in 2011 forcing patients to make two trips to get an abortion, the additional time off work alone needed for a second visit prevented many people from getting an abortion. Beyond the cost of the procedure itself, anyone who can become pregnant will be more likely to get their desired education, participate in the labor force, earn more money over their lifetimes, and have less debt if they have access to abortion. They are also less likely to live in poverty, declare bankruptcy, or get evicted. Being able to plan and manage pregnancy can help decrease the pay gap between mothers and non-parents. Mothers make an average of one-third less than non-parents. This is true of everyone who get pregnant, but data shows the lack of abortion access disproportionately affects people who are low-income, people of color, LGBTQ, and or disabled. Economic justice, or a fair economy, cannot exist if abortion isn't legal, free, and easily accessible. Every regulation and cost created is taking away an economic opportunity from someone. The U.S. can't have a strong economy without abortion access. 
The huge and lasting impacts of abortion access on individuals who become pregnant are very clear. But the entire U.S. economy's growth also hinges on reproductive rights. A recent study found that if all state-level abortion restrictions were lifted, an additional 505,000 women would enter the labor force, and earnings for women 15 to 44 would increase by $101.8 billion. Without these restrictions, our national GDP, or the entire economy of the U.S., would be 0.5% greater. That's billions of dollars missing from the U.S. economy due to current abortion restrictions. It is important to emphasize that people who can become pregnant's mental and physical health, basic bodily autonomy, and human rights are extremely important reasons that we need free and accessible abortions for everyone. But I wrote this because it is not discussed as much how essential abortion is to the entire economy. I'll end with a quote from Berkeley Law School's Briefing on Reproductive Justice by Loretta Ross. Reproductive justice addresses the social reality of inequality, specifically the inequality of opportunities that we have to control our reproductive destiny. Moving beyond a demand for privacy and respect for individual decision-making to include social supports necessary for our individual decisions to be optimally realized, this framework also includes obligations from our government for protecting women's human rights.